It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast that is any fun to listen to. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing on this Marquesas Memorial Day? You see what I did there? Marquesas Memorial Day. Uh, the, the most anticipated Marquesas Memorial Monday of all. But here's what we're remembering on this Marquesas Monday. Memes. It's a memorial day. Have we ever done this before? Uh, I don't think. I mean, we've talked about memes, but I don't think we've ever done it on Memorial Day. We got to talk about it, Memorial Day. So here's what I'm doing. I have Googled image searched um, memes from 2008. You know, the best day of uh, the best year of our lives. Um, and I'm I'm going to read to you the text on each meme, and you have to guess what the macro is. All memes gave some. Some memes gave all. Uh, World War Two. Oh no! For all the wars. That's um, soldiers, right? Uh, so, so you put milk before your cereal. Tell me how you're not a psychopath. Okay, this is definitely condescending, Wonka. Indeed, it is. That's a terrible meme. <laughs> <laughs> if I drink bubble tea every day. Does that make me a local? Is that Velociraptor? It is. I don't know what that means. Can you explain that? I, I guess maybe it would be like if you were in, like, Thailand or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, takes driving test, gets first DUI. Huh. Uh, is that, um, oh, Bad Luck Brian? Is that the kid in the sweater vest with the cheesy smile and the swooped over hair? Yeah, he the misfortune is always hitting him, I think. Ah, that is a meme I was not familiar with back in 2008, apparently. I don't often say I love you, but when I do, I'm drunk. Is that the Dos Equis guy? Uh, no, it's actually um, the human from Lord of the Rings that isn't Aragorn. Oh, is, is it like Boromir? Uh, Boromir? Is that his name? Is it him doing the, like, one does not simply walk into Mordor, which is its own? Yeah. Yeah. It's a takeoff of that. Ooh, this is a fun one. Okay. Memes from 2008. Oh, I got to click through because it's really big, apparently. Memes in 2008. You're, you mean your name isn't Mom? What do you think that one is? Um... I don't know. Is it like a baby? Yeah, it's a confused baby. Uh, memes in 2014. You what, mate? I mean, I'm familiar with you what, mate, but I guess I don't really know what the name of the macro thing would be for this. Uh, this one is a picture of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and next to it is that quote. And it's attributed to somebody who is not Abraham Lincoln, it looks like. Okay. Um, I kind of remember that that kind of joke and then memes in 2019 and it just says toaster yeah okay it's just a picture of a toaster and it's kind of blurry cool all right was this like the cold pockets era where people were like this is actually the most wholesome kind of humor this is the peak of humor because it's not mean um yeah that's exactly what people were saying back then so Post-movie trailer of Twilight from 2008. 
What? I don't know. One does not simply vote for John McCain. <laughs> okay, so this is Boromir again. This is Boromir again, but this one is hand-drawn. Um, this one is definitely not from 2008. It's the one with the fancy poo. <laughs> poo bear. Not the, okay. Oh, the fan. Yes, the fancy one. That one's pretty recent, actually. Yeah. It's not about the meme. It's about detecting the message. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, okay, buddy. So that was memes from 2008. You know what show existed in 2008, Thomas? Uh, did Survivor? It was Survivor. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 44 last night? Jake, I did. And what did you think of this week's... One does not simply watch the Survivor 44 finale. What did you think of this? Did I just win the internet? Oh my god, can you imagine winning the internet finally in 2023? It's been so long since somebody won it. Yeah, it's about damn time somebody did. It's about damn time. Lizzo, has she won the internet? Yeah, I think that there's a lot. I think one of the last gasps I've seen of someone like winning the internet was when she had that flute. The like old president. It wasn't like Martin Van Buren. It was James Madison's flute, wasn't it? I was thinking I, of short presidents. I genuinely thought you meant that she was playing flute for the president, James Madison. And I was like, I don't think that's right. She went back in time because she was being so epic. Um, back yeah, in I, time. Huey Lewis. Yeah, yeah, her and Huey Lewis went back in time. I was just talking about how much I like the song Back in Time of this course. weekend. It's a classic Memorial Day conversation, Huey Lewis. Yeah, she went, up, she went up to um, Huey Lewis and was like, Hello, Doctor. Where are we going this time? Here's something I just thought about. Was calling the band The News a setup for people to say, Have you heard the news? Did they I guess, yeah. set up a joke for their listeners to say? Who are they? Yep. Us? Yeah, that they were that was an extended bit. Huey Lewis seems like he has a good sense of humor, so yeah, he that makes like sense. A cool guy. You know who else has a good sense of humor? Uh, who's that? Uh, Matt Blankenship, who's titled this week's episode, which was "Absolute Banger Season." I think honestly, kind of apt title. Yeah, common Survivor W. Yeah, survive war. Winners at war. That's two W's. Anyway, uh, Jeff introduces us to the finale. This is in place, of course. Jeff comes of... in and it's like, when you pass the sticks to the players on this season, are they goaded with the sauce? Tune in to find out. He is trying to appeal to younger viewers with this new era, so I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, he's like, hey. Riz God, Matt. <laughs> Can we talk about Jeff Probst's Riz? How, how would you how would you characterize his Riz? Um, lacking. <laughs> what? Come on. Maybe back in like 2001, 2002, two, three, four. When yeah, he, early you know, Jeff Riz was off the charts. I think we can all yeah. agree. Because he day knew Jeff, how to neg people. Modern Jeff, um, he doesn't leave the islands of Fiji ever, even to do a live reunion show, even when COVID is over. More like yeah, over. COVID-19. He needs to go back. If there's one thing that I've learned from uh, uh, 
dating apps is set. People love a roast to flirt ratio, and there's a lot of roasting going Ooh. on with Jeff. Tell me, tell me, Thomas. What's the roast to flirt yeah, ratio? Yeah, I love being roasted. You should what's, roast me. What's your... <laughs> Man, they're going to love this. Whoever, you can just send this clip to anybody who who says that, and they're going to love it. Um, what's, what's your roast to flirt ratio, Tomas Powell? I, I don't think about these things. Okay, but you love I'm nice. the roast. I'm not trying to be mean to people. You you like to ask the question, who roasts the roasters? Yeah, that's right. I'm about I'm trying to be nice to people, but roast systems. You know, like I'm not trying yes. to to be individually mean. I'm just trying to be mean to uh, systems of oppression. Like and I have that on my dating profile, and I'm not getting any hits, and I and don't understand why. Systems of oppression, like the Zodiac sign. Yeah, like Dave and Buster's, because they banned me from the premises. Because I was too drunk while playing Guitar Hero, apparently. I was too good. That's what they said. I was too good at hitting all the buttons at the same time. Yeah, I'm trying to get all the points. They were trying to say it was some bullshit about how I wouldn't stop drunkenly taunting children that were trying to beat me at it. But I think it was because I was too good. They, 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 they used the word discordant in a Dave and Buster's because of me. Can you believe that? And then they kicked me out. Like, suddenly they're so proper, knowing words like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Would you, would you kick Michael Jordan out of a basketball game for being competitive? No. <laughs> Why am I getting kicked out of Dave and Buster's? I can't believe you haven't gotten any responses for that very long essay you sent to everyone. Yeah, I've, sent the, I've emailed, I've emailed uh, their customer support that exact sentence and nothing else over a hundred times and have not received a response. <laughs> That's some bullshit, honestly. You should try some different emails within the company. Do some sleuthing. <laughs> yeah, I think I, you're doing everything right. I got to get to the bottom of this. So Jeff introducing us to the finale is... In place of him introducing us to the live reunion set, is this better or worse? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really have much of an opinion about it, to be honest. It kind of makes me miss the live reunion. I like seeing people. I like seeing people like Adam Scott react to the exciting moments of the finale with me. Yeah, I home. agree. They should do a live reunion like that every episode. Do like an the after show is, with a big audience. The thing is, though, is like I think they know that the magic is gone because Jeff doesn't show up on the jet ski anymore. So maybe this had to happen. It took them 20 years to realize that. So they start off on a new beach. How do they get there? Not a jet ski. Can't have money for a jet ski anymore, apparently. Uh, Kryolin goes looking for the idol. Carson doesn't want to go looking at night because he can't see. That makes a lot of sense to me. Jam Jam claims it... Uh, yeah, this was so funny. Jam Jam claimed to find it, but it was actually just a piece of wood. Good stuff, Keep on their toes. Heidi uh, talks about how she always worried about going home with an idol in her pocket and then goes looking for a new idol, as does everyone else. Great stuff. We love idol hunting in the finale. Isn't this what it all led up to? This is what it should all be about is, yeah, looking for idols and Mm -hmm. uh, practicing fire making and nothing else. The fun thing about looking for idols is that it separates every individual castaway from every other person on a show about building relationships. Did we forget that? Did we forget that's what the show's about, (laughs) Jeff? 
The show is about how much you love Survivor. It's about how everyone needs to swear fealty to the game of Survivor because they love it so much. Of course, yes. That's why they haven't cast us yet. It's for no other reason. Yeah, because we, we don't talk about how important it is. Um, so Heidi is uh, afraid of going home with an idol in her pocket. Krylin says that she's emotional, but that helps in this game. Did you agree or disagree? With Krylin's assessment that being emo helps. Yes and no. Um, I don't know. She has no filter, and I think that kind of hurts her. Because uh, I do think that you need to be a little more... You don't have to be calculating. I think it just puts you in positions where... Like, Carolyn has flown off the handle multiple times when anything has gone wrong in her game. <laughs> and it's like, that's not good. Yes, that's fair. I also feel like, though, they didn't give her a fair shake. Like, she played a really good game, you know? She did play a really good game. But, you know, I mean, I think I think she had the thing going that certain players get where people just really liked her, which is, you know, I mean, it's not really a skill. You know, it's, it's kind of unfair to call it that. It's like people, mm. she's just kind of being herself. It's actually called a soft but, skill, but go off. But yeah, like other people couldn't get away with just being themselves. They would get voted off if they did that. So it's like, I think it, it's hard to it's hard to talk about in a, like an analytical way because a lot of it's really intangible. But like, uh, you know, I mean, I do kind of think that her attachment to the group did kind of end up hurting her a little bit in the end. I think that mm. she kind of needed to cut the cord at a certain point, which she was kind of thinking about doing, but it wasn't for like playing to win reasons. It was because she like the second that she heard that her name had been discussed, she was like kill mode where it's yeah, like good for her. I think that's the difference between her and jam jam is like jam jam is playing to win always. Yeah. Well, Krylin's actually a girl boss. I don't know if you've heard, but that's cool now. I I think the thing that I like about Krylin is that she is not a girl boss. Krylin is just like a person who's doing her best and has been through a lot. I think that that is a very admirable <laughs> and sympathetic thing about her. What did you think of uh, when Jam Jam tells Lauren when he picks up the challenge immunity necklace that he found the hidden immunity idol? Did you, did you see this little scene between them? Oh, yeah, I thought that was really funny. It was very good. And my, as I wrote in my notes, a very good bit. Yeah, it was very funny. I was definitely rooting for Krylin to win out uh, over Jam Jam last week. Um, and in Couldn't be me. Weeks. Could never be me. Of course not. Um, the, 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 okay, look, like this is where <laughs> I said, because I think that people with, with Carolyn, it's, it becomes a thing where it's like, you know, all the stuff that really annoyed me about her, I actually find really endearing now. And it's like, I think some of it softened for me and I think I respect her as a player, but like, I just still find her annoying and that's not, there's nothing morally wrong with that. That's just how it is. I'm not going to pretend it's any other way. So like, I, I like jam jam and Carson better than her. It just comes down to that. Well, and you know what? They, they were playing strategically more than she was. And I think that's the other thing that did it for me. I'd like to introduce you to a red X in a cage. Actually. The red X in the cage was good, but like the, we're, we're, I'm skipping ahead here, but the best thing that Carolyn could come up for in terms of saying stuff that she did strategically was stuff that didn't matter. So it's like mm. she was not controlling the game. 
Like Carson, like Jam Jam and Carson ran that fucking game. That's fair. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, what about this reward and immunity channel challenge where they have to run up three story obstacles to collect keys and then do a puzzle after climbing a ladder? Uh, it was a challenge. It was a it challenge sure that they did. Was. Um, as I wrote here, what does this challenge have to do with survival or braving the elements in any way? What is this? This, this is nothing. This is when they should do a fire-making challenge, but make a really big fire. You know? That would Biggest be cool. Biggest fire wins. And then, well, they have all these blocks that they got to use, so... Yes. And that's the thing about wood. You can't reuse it in any way once you build a block out of it. It's true. People don't want to, you know, they don't want to believe that, but that's just the way it is. Look, regular fire can't melt regular wood. Yeah, that's Uh, a fact. Every scientist will tell you that. Jeff explains all of the ways you can make it to final three, uh, because the final four is unique because you can't be voted out. It's becoming increasingly less unique, Jeffrey. Yeah, also unique does not mean good. (laughs) <laughs> I This is stupid It's so stupid that they keep doing this Vote people out at four It's the most pivotal vote Why would no, you get rid of it? It's the whole it's reason the, the show It's the fire exists. making show, Jake This is the fire making show Survivor, cancelled, gone We're done with it That shit is old news this show is about making fire. It's the only thing that matters. Everyone's going to make fire. You know, when you think about the show Survivor, you think about everything not mattering until they have to make fire. That's, that's what I want to watch. I think we should send Jeff Probst episodes of Cowboy TV from Hollywood Handbook. Just so he understands how the fire-making show is not fun or interesting. Wrong. You know what's fun and Wrong. interesting? The it's Tika the most fun and the most interesting. It's great. I love watching people strike stuff against a flint and then talk about how they're bad at it or how they're good at it. You know what? I'm just realizing we were robbed of the Tika 3 having to turn on each other. Heidi had won the only immunity that one of them needed to win to have a t- all Tika final three. So one of them had to get voted out in some way, and one of them would have. Or we can watch the person who just won immunity also do another challenge that we've seen people do a thousand times now. Yeah, this I, shit was, sucks. I was bummed about that. It does suck. I was bummed about that. Like, I think it was kind of nice that they never actually had to vote each other off. But like, it all coming to a head and a choice having to be made would have been nice. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, <laughs> oh, one thing I also want to say: uh, fuck you, Paramount Plus. They do a thing where they autoplay a scene from the show if you hover over it. And the scene that yes. they autoplayed was Heidi talking to the jury. That was the first thing that they showed. <laughs> what the fuck is your They're problem? CBS.com, before they had Paramount Plus, when they uploaded new episodes, the thumbnail was always the person getting their torch snuffed. Whoever got voted out that week. Yeah, like, like, what well, the hell? Why would we do this? Guess you should have watched times. it live, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. Idiot. I, it's one of the few times I tweeted at a corporation and then actually saw a change in the future. So, yeah, that it's it's such an unforced error. Like you don't. Why would that be the teaser is like, well, we're worried people won't want to watch the, uh, the, 
you know, per- the fifth person get eliminated. So we're just going to show yeah. you who's going to be in front of the jury and then you can decide to watch or not. It's, um, it's like, who's watching, who's considering watching Survivor 44 finale, for Survivor 44 finale, excuse me, um, and being like, well, I'm only going to watch if Heidi makes it to the final three. I'm so worried about Heidi. Yeah, I got to make sure my girl Heidi gets there. The lowest, the least edited person of the entire season. Got to make sure she gets in there somewhere. Yeah, like, I was, against like, Heidi. I she was really nervous. Too, be- I was really nervous because I was like. And also, I feel bad for Heidi because like, I think that she is a compelling person and they just didn't fucking show her do anything the whole season. Um, she had an alliance with Danny that she tried to turn on and then went back on. Yeah. The, the other thing with that is, uh, I think one of the key strategic moves that was discussed was like voting Danny out as a key move. And it's like, that actually wasn't a good key move because it got Heidi to the final three. So like (laughs) it was between the two of them and one of them made it to the final three. Like maybe Danny would have had a better chance to win, but I don't think so. We uh, we are so off track, but you know it is the Survivor Forty Four finale, uh, so that's that's understandable. We haven't talked about yet how the winners of this reward challenge will go to the sanctuary where good things happen and eat spaghetti and cake. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go spaghetti time! I love spaghetti. I love cake. Um, Jeff was really shocked that Carolyn was like, "I love carrot cake." Yeah, over chocolate cake? That's a normal opinion that I have. So fuck you, Jeff. (laughs) Those are like my two favorite kinds of cakes, to be honest. I don't like like super heavy cake. Chocolate cakes are always super heavy. Like I like German chocolate cake quite a bit, but generally I'm not like a huge cake person to begin with, but carrot cake is definitely like close to the top for me. Um, Are you team cake or team spaghetti? Uh, Team spaghetti all the way. That's good. I do love a chocolate cake, a good moist chocolate cake. Um, Ooh, I didn't that say that. Mm. Oh, no. Ooh, word my ears, that word is oh, gross. No. You know what other word is gross? A lot of them. Think about it. Vomit, gross. These Get snowflakes that don't want to hear the word moist. Grow up. Beautiful word. Beautiful word. They're going to cancel me. They're going to cancel me for this. They're going to cancel me for saying moist. You can't say anything these days. Most of all, the word moist. Um, Carson wins this challenge and brings Jam Jam. All boys. What were we saying before? Oh. Oops, <laughs> all boys. Before we, before we started the recording. The um, Benjamin Boys Town. What was, oh, it? What was his it name? Was about ben- we were talking about Benjamin Button Boys. The Benjamin Button Boys. Carson Benjamin Jam Button Jam Boys Town would be a fun theme day. Maybe they could have a parade. What is Boys Town? In Chicago. Right. For some reason, where I you it was live. A TV show. Why, do you, why did I know that you didn't? <laughs> when you said Boys Town, for some reason, I was imagining like a like a Baywatch style show, <laughs> but it's all boys. Which yeah, I Boys guess Town. If, if I feel you like Boys, boys Town, Town would be the name Chicago, of a. Kind of. It would be the name of like a boy band from the late yeah. '90s, early 2000s. That too. Maybe they have a sitcom. Similar to Baywatch. You know the Jonas Brothers had a sitcom on the Disney Channel that I never watched, but they all went to school together. Aren't there like 18 years between all of them? 
Uh, I know that the oldest one that isn't Nick or Joe is uh, is a little bit older than the other ones, I think. Um, so why are they in high school together? That's a good question. Maybe they're only four years apart. Who knows? No, like they were in the same class, though. Who knows? Well, we got to watch it. Okay, so Joe Jonas is 33. Kevin Jonas is 35. Nick Jonas is... 30. Okay, so it's not So they're they're 5 years it. apart. They're not 4 years, but it's still it's still pretty close. Maybe they're just all really bad at math, you know? Maybe one of them yeah, maybe one of them skipped a grade. Uh yeah. Or one of them got held back. Or both, you know? Maybe that's how they all ended up in the same class at the same time. Maybe they had a hard life because they were on tour so much and recording so much that they were like, oh, we need to go to school all at the same time. And the school's really good at getting us caught up on everything we need to know for real life. Hmm. I have no interest in watching the show. I don't much know Much to think about. about <laughs> Look, succession is over. I need a new obsession. Uh, so at the sanctuary where good things happen, Carson says in a talking head, the sanctuary where good things happen. Very good bit from Carson. I love Carson calling out Jeff for how dumb this is. Yeah, it's good. Carson, I got to tell you, I don't think that any, I think Carson is my Carolyn for this season Mm. in terms of someone that I didn't think I was going to like that grew on me immensely. Love Carson. Love my Carson. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize you were car dad this whole time. I've been car dad the whole time. Jim I was. Re- I, it got to the point where I was. I was rooting for him pretty hard. I, I think if he had made the final three, he would have won. Uh, my mom likes him because he is so young. She, you know how much moms love young men. Yeah, he is like a little boy. He's a little Benjamin <laughs> yeah. Button boy. He is. Get him on the basketball court. Um, Jam Jam is thankful for Carson for taking him on a date. That was very cute. Jam Jam recognizes what a big threat Krylon is. Well, you know, too bad. We, uh, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing fire now. So all of the strategizing that we've been doing for weeks and end. You Fake. Know. Not real. Doesn't matter. It's all about fire. Every time uh, that someone's what? talking about something else, they should play Fire by Jimi Hendrix over it. Yes. <laughs> just, just like, you know, I think the relationships that we've made here, let me stand next to your fire. <laughs> they should have like a little like Christmas bonfire fireplace in the corner, just running at all times, just so you never forget about the fire. Yeah, they've, they've got like, it looks like an Applebee's commercial or like a Chili's commercial. They just have a bunch of open flames that there's like skillets yes. that... Peppers and onions are hitting, or like steaks. Uh, yeah, the peppers and onions from Chile's hit different when it's the fire final four fire making challenge. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Carson wants to take out Lauren. You know, yeah, that'll probably happen. You know what? What more can we say? Um, at camp, Heidi wonders why Carson took Jam Jam over Krylin. Because they're boys. Yeah. Dudes rock, that's why. Sorry. <laughs> Lauren recognizes she's probably getting targeted. Lauren tells Krylin that Jam Jam was floating her name out there. This is a pretty good move from Lauren, I think. I was like, is she Lorwyn? 
it seemed like there was, I mean, that's another player that I think if, if she managed to make it to final three had a real good shot. I think so too. I think everybody realized that, which is why she went out at four. Yep. Um, exactly. Or five. Or at five. Yeah. Sorry. The final vote out. I'm so used to it being the final four, but no, Jeff loves fire. You yeah. Know what the F and Jeff saw that Jeff and then he was like, <laughs> uh, Jeff stands for uh, fire, final four fire making. The Joe only F's ending for fire. Thank you. Lauren tells, uh, no, sorry, Krylin agrees to go with Jam Jam and says she doesn't feel she owes him anything. Wow. Man, they were really building up to something here, weren't they? Yeah, that was, again, like, I, I think that the, the, I'd be interested to see how much of this stuff was real and how much was fake because her being like, maybe we need more Tika on the jury or whatever was like, oh, okay, is she just really that mad that she's just going to set this on fire, even though. Oh, Jeff would love that. Yeah, he would love that. Uh, but they, I think that's one thing that the Tika Alliance did a really good time is they did a bunch of fake drama amongst themselves to throw people off. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been great. Would have been great to see them have to for, vote each other out. But. The, the thing really holding it together, though, was, was Carson because Carson mm-hmm. never even once considered writing either of their names down, which, you know, good for him. He was definitely the, like... The one to keep them all like level headed and on the same page at all time. He had a really good relationship with both of them. I think if it had just been those two, oh, it would have fallen apart. Have lasted we, as long. Yeah, we already saw what that looked like when it fell apart. Yeah, like it was going to happen. Carson when, was the stabilizing force. Yeah, when uh, he went over to Ratu, I think they were at each other's throats then too, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Carson was three days. He was the load bearing member of that alliance. Yeah. Yeah, man, really good, really good group of guys there. The yeah, three. I, I agree. The three Stooges. Um, I also love that they called themselves the Three Stooges. Like that really, that really got me on their side immediately. I was like, that's good. That's fun. Um, Sham Jam feels awkward when they return. Carson tells the other Tikas that he's voting for Lauren. Good boy. Good boy. Uh, Jam Jam tries to convince Lauren to vote for Krylin, though. She goes looking for an idol, though, comparing it to hide-and-seek. There's two things in Modern Survivor, fire and analogies, and we love them both here on Did You Watch Survivor last night? Yeah, don't get no better than that. So then Carson decides to target Heidi. Okay. Like, we, we just needed a third subplot, I guess, because... Just in case. Anyway, uh, Lauren complains at tribal council that no one was talking to her all day. Uh, so Krylin and Heidi defend themselves. And Carson says, maybe Lauren should have talked to me. You love this fucking nerd? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, Lauren, it was, I, I appreciated her bluffing here to try and save herself, but yeah, there just wasn't. You know, it didn't yeah. work. Yeah, I was really rooting for her here. I would have loved to see the Tika 3 turn on each other at 5 instead of 4. But and then Lauren, you know, sweeps up the mess and wins out. That would have been really fun to see. But I understand what they why they had to do what they did. 
Um, let's see. Anything else of note happening? Oh, Lauren says, I'm so proud of who I've become. And Jeff's mind is blown. He loves that. Yeah, this was a lot of like cutting over to Jamie who was crying or whatever. Um, this is really nice. I mean, I, the thing with this is this was a really nice, uh, it's, it's, it's weird to, there's two very distinct parts to this, which is one, it is a very nice, sincere, kind of heartwarming thing. And I, I, I thought it was very inspiring, uh, to talk about her journey that way. Also, she gave a winning final tribal closing speech, which immediately sealed that she was going to get voted off because everyone saw right there, like, Oh, she's going to win. If she gets to the end, we got to get her out of here. I, I, as I, I wrote in my notes before they went up to vote, I said, it's a nice speech. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe too nice. Yeah. Like you can't give a winning final tribal speech and stay, stick around because people can tell. Yeah. I think she just knew. She knew she was going anyway. This was basically her send off. So it was a very and nice send off. Since jury members don't get their final speeches anymore, she had to do it here. Um, they vote. And then when Jeff asks for any final advantages or idols, Lauren pretends to have an idol. Good bit from Lauren. I appreciated that a lot. Love it. Nice little bit of Josh in there. We love to see that. Yeah. Uh, so Lauren is voted out three to one to one. You know, I expected it. It was sad, but what you going to do? We get then into the next community challenge immediately. Love that. We don't need camp life, Jeff. It's the final four. What do they have to talk about? Who's going to make fire? It's some motion. That's all we care about here. I was, uh, I, I'm always happy to see some motion. I mean, they do it for this like every time now, but I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I think it's a great challenge. Um, I feel like they didn't do a great job with the editing this time because one of the best things about some motion, in my opinion, is the like grinding of those balls against the metal tracks. That's like hypnotizing sound. Uh, and they didn't really focus on that as much this week or this year. Um, so that was kind of missed by me. But overall, love to see it. Uh, Kryolan cries at the view of where the challenge takes place. Kryolan uh, cries at her crying. She, gets, she yeah. got stuck into an Ouroboros of crying. Uh, we need to write our own Survivor Mad Lib called Kryolan Cries. <laughs> and it's just any, every noun or activity or verb is a blank, and then it's Krylon cries at. So that's fun, you know. We'll work on that. Yeah, it's good. Um, so there's definitely something there. We just gotta. It's a we we got a a lump of coal there, but we can see a diamond inside of it. Okay. Uh, at one point, Jeff comes to get Carson's immunity necklace, and he says, "I'm coming for it." Inappropriate, Jeff. Don't say that shit. Yeah, come on. We can what say a creep. It, obviously. We could make those jokes because we're a lewd podcast about your dumbass show. I, I, would, show. I would love to go on Survivor and just be like, is this guy bothering you every time Jeff talks to someone? <laughs> good guy, Tom. Hey, that's another old, old meme. Remember? Happy meme. Yeah, good guy, day. Tom. And it's a picture of me. Yeah. It's like, this is your friend, Tom. He's nice. Um, Heidi wins and then publicly announces that she is considering making fire. Okay. 
So yeah, they go back to finally, camp. it finally happened. Uh, yeah, we'll, yep. we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. They all practice fire. Great stuff. Love to see this. I just, uh, it's so much fun to see people doing the same shit they were doing on episode one, rather than you know growing and you know conniving and deceiving each other. That's not why we tune in. We turn it into fire making show for fire. We want to watch the fire making. Yeah, the fact that we even got like a couple salvageable moments out of this part because it was literally like a half hour of the show. It was ridiculous. Uh, But we did get um, I thought that uh, Jam Jam and Carolyn talking to each other while making fire was kind of nice where that you could tell they really liked each other. But they it does kind of feel like Shannon Ricard a little bit where it was like two people that really liked each other. But were like, I'm going to beat you. Yes, 100%. That's a great comparison. Um, and uh, then uh, Jam Jam helping Carson out with the fire was genuinely really, nice. really sweet. And it was like the one, it's a big thing that he can rest on for his game because like a lot of him being like a, a nice sociable person was used. Uh, I'm not going to say weaponized because like everybody does this in the game, but it was it was used in a more calculated way for him. This there was nothing to gain from it. Like he was just doing it because he liked Carson and they were friends. And I thought that that was really sweet. I really liked that, too. Uh, Did you notice when Carson was having trouble uh, getting the flame initially before Jam Jam was helping him? He said he was not confident in himself. That's just a guarantee he's at it for, in my opinion. Does Carson has Carson secretly listened to our podcast? Because there's a couple things that Carson couple pitfalls that Carson avoided or things that we do that he did where it's like, maybe, maybe Carson. I mean, I hope not because then the DYWSL and bump will, will no longer be valid, but yeah, I, was gonna I think say, maybe we're just kindred spirits. That could be, uh, this is a podcast for nerds by nerds. Uh, not us technically. It's like the people uh, behind Podbean that, you know, host the show. Those are the nerds. We're cool guys. We won an award for it. Um, but I think a lot of nerds do like our, like, brand of humor for some reason, so. It's also, honestly, like, jokes aside, it's weird that there aren't more comedy survivor podcasts. Like, this show's fucking stupid. You all realize that, right? It's No, it's, it's the most important lame. thing in the world, Jake. Thomas, no, I'm talking about Survivor, not the fire-making show. That's the most important thing in the world. Survivor's a silly show for silly guys. No, it, it's important, guys. and it actually says a lot about society, if you think about That's it. That's the fire-making show. <laughs> Damn it. It's a different show. They backdoor piloted at us into the fire-making show a few years ago. And we were, we were none the wiser, but now we're here. Um, so at the Final Four Tribal Council, Heidi says she hasn't made a decision yet. And Jam just says he likes fire because he's a pyro. Krylon says they all feel pretty confident. So you knew then Krylon wasn't winning. Carson says he's nervous and recommends Heidi puts herself in. Great move from Cardad's son. Yeah, Wait. you know, I mean... I just, I don't even like the suggestion of it Uh, from a strategic perspective. I get it, but like, it's just, it's the, I think that alone is a reason to get rid of it because it just becomes a resume padding thing. Yeah. And that, that was never the intention when Jeff introduced it. It's supposed to be Um, a punishment. It's he, he's always said it's to let the big time players, the big threats have one final shot to make it to the end. 
but no offense to Heidi, I don't think she was a big-time threat, big-time player who was going to get voted out because she had just won immunity. Like, yeah. If anything, it should have been like Jam Jam and Carolyn going up against each other. Yeah, I, the thing with it, though, is it does, if your resume is not quite good enough, it gives you an, a, a chance to, to make another big move. So, like, I don't but blame... it's not a big move. It isn't, That's but, not like... a big move. But people think it is. It's perceived it looks, as a big move. As a viewer, I perceive it as desperate. Yeah, but it is, but also, like, everyone on the show treats it like, whoa, this is, like, a crazy big deal. Mm, but, um... That's a good point. But yeah, like I thought this was the fire making show now. The thing with the fire making is that it just creates uh, I love using this term, but it creates perverse incentives like it. Mm. It's I, I totally I think it was a rational move based on where her game was for Heidi to uh, to do it just because she knew she didn't have enough on her resume to win. But that that choice should not be available to her. Yeah, yeah, I I understand that. I think I don't think that would be a terribly ter- a, a terrible change to make in the game. If you win immunity, congratulations, you're in final three. You don't have to worry anymore. Yeah, you should you not be allowed to give up immunity if you win final yeah. immunity. Yeah, I think I don't think that's a bad call. Um, Jeff probably wouldn't like it though because he loves the fire. No, this oh is God, what, what he wants. That? He wants people to do this every season now. Well, clearly he's been doing it for ten seasons now. Even though it's bad and people yell at him every time, he's just more indignant. Um, okay, so Krylin is the first in the final three. Okay. Uh, and Jeff asks her what uh, message she has for all the weird girls out there. It's okay to be weird, she says. Pretty inspiring stuff. Wouldn't have that yeah. without the fire. Carolyn taught me it was okay to be weird. Thank you. Finally. Thank you, Carolyn. Uh, so fire making is going to be Carson versus Heidi. Jam Jam is speechless. Heidi wins uh, in the fastest time of all time. I felt really bad for Carson because he actually did pretty well. He just got beaten by somebody who did amazingly. Yeah. Like he... If he was going up against a, like a regular or like a you know middle of the road firemaker, he would have won because he was getting going pretty well. But she just had way too big a head start on him. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we uh, don't get we don't get to see that. This was enormously disappointing. I would, do you know how much I would have loved for Heidi Thomas? You know we got to do it. I heard you. Open That's right. That you got there Ooh, just a little uh just michigan things verner's ginger soda Ooh, that is delicious the original ginger soda oh is that what it says that's what it says right on there and then it's got a little like leprechaun looking guy and it's got uh, a barrel with a seal around it that says authentic bold taste that's pretty tasty is it tasty oh it's one of the best sodas i think that's just a fact um, I'm, of course, also drinking something delicious. It's known as water. One of the best and beverages. One of time. the best kinds of water. Water. Yeah. When it comes to water, my favorite is water. What you, what you like, tap water, bubbly water? 
flavored water, sparkling water. You're like uh, you're like Trump when he uh, people were asking him about you. You remember when he bought all the fast food for all the beautiful football players, right? Of course. How could when people that? were like, "What's your favorite out of this stuff?" and he just goes, "I like them all. It's yeah. all good stuff." That's how you feel about water. That's not even close to true, but I take your point. Uh, so back at camp, they're all stressed, and then we hear from each jury member about each finalist. Sure thing. It's pretty nice. Did anyone say anything of note to you? To me? Yeah, did anybody call you up and be like, hey, this is who I was voting for when I gave that speech? Uh, I didn't get I Unfortunately, you know, maybe it got lost in the mail. Delete your voicemails, you know? Maybe somebody's trying to call you. It went to spam or something. Yeah, my inbox was full. Oh, yeah. I got an email recently from... um, a prospective job, and they were like, I tried to leave you a message, but your voicemail was full. And I was like, oh, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Pretty cool guy. Thomas, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had crabs, we had ants, we had bird, we had snake, we had bottle nose dolphin. We've, of course, talked bottlenose dolphin in the past. So you're on the hot seat. Tomas, what color are they? Uh, are they uh, gray? Correct. That's one point for Tomas. How much do they weigh? 150 pounds. You might want to add more to that. 200 pounds. There are the, 200 pounds are within this animal's body, yes. 250 pounds. You're, you are not bumping it up enough each time. <laughs> 300 pounds. A little more. 350 pounds. Uh, the range is 330 to 1430 pounds. Wow, uh, okay. Average of 660 pounds. Um, how big do you think? Are we talking about like length? Length, yeah. How long? Uh, eight feet. Six and a half to 13 feet. Ding. You got it. Uh, what reason are they called bottlenose dolphins? Uh, cause they're dolph, cause they're dolphin, cause their snouts are, aren't they like flat on the top, like the bottom of a dang bottle? That, yeah, they look, their noses look like bottles, uh, yeah, and also, don't bother me, I'm dolphin. Like, uh, I'm golfing bumper sticker? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, what about a dolphin playing golf? Dolphin golfing. Now there's a show for ABC in the summer. Well, where are you going to find these bad boys? The the ocean. Correct. True or false? Their brains are bigger than humans' brains. Uh, false. True. How many individuals live in a pod together? Dolphin, oh, this is a dolphin range, polycule. So. Um. Huh. The Let's... answer has three different options, so, you know, it's a pretty wide range. Okay, I'm going to say 10. It's usually around 15, as many as 100 or even 1,000 at some time. Oh, wow. So I think you, you're two for five now. Um, what do they eat? Uh, they eat fish. Eels, squid, shrimp, and a wide variety of fishes. Point for you. Do they chew their food, you think? No, I think they just swallow it whole. They do indeed. And are they... Polygamous or monogamous? 
uh, polygamous. You did mention the polycule earlier because you knew they were polygamous. And how long is a baby? How long is a baby? Um, how long is a baby a baby? Oh, okay, so you're not asking, like, how long in feet they are. No, I'm asking how long in feet they are. Uh, two feet. I'm just also, uh, two and a half to four and a half feet long. I'll give you the point for that. That's close enough. It's just feet. It's just a few inches, you know. Uh, and final question, where do you think they rank in the IUCN red list? Least concern. Correct. Uh, so I think you got about 50%. You know, this isn't school, so good job. At Final Tribal Council, Jeff explains how normally they do this in separate sections, but sometimes they overlap. So, Kane, why don't you start us off? What if Kane just gave a speech about his experience, and then they answered a question from him, and it could be about Dungeons & Dragons, even? Yeah, so in Dungeons & Dragons, Jeff's kind of like the dungeon master. Uh, what, you know, what class would you say you are? That would be a good question, genuinely. What class would you say you are in real life, Thomas? In D&D? We know um, what race you are. You're a human. Me too. I'm a rogue, I guess. I'm a druid. Okay. Okay, so that's what the final three answer would be like. <laughs> yeah, Kane would come up and be like, what class are you? And Carolyn would be like, uh, middle upper, I guess? Uh, so that's that'd be funny. But instead, Ken asks about perception. Jam Jam talks about how he always knew every vote. Heidi tries to say they were riding coattails of Soka. And Jam Jam's like, yeah, that's what we wanted you to think. <laughs> very, very good uh, twisting of her answer to be in favor of Jam Jam there. That was so funny. He's like, obviously, where are your friends? All of my friends are still here. Yeah, Jam Jam was the one who had uh, of these three that had to do the least spin of his game by far. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Krylon talks about being the quirky kid who under who's underestimated, and then connects with Carson and Jam Jam. This is a nice story. Heidi seems very defensive right off the bat. Says Tika was always on a high, and Jam Jam says, "No, we took advantage of all of the lows that we found ourselves in until we got to the end." Uh, Jam Jam says that he used Carson to gain information But to be fair, he used everyone in that way He did a really good job answering every single question This is one of the best final tribal performances I've ever seen Just period Like he he was super composed But it didn't feel like a put on It didn't feel like he was spinning anything Every answer felt incredibly honest He was funny Like Jam Jam is just one of the best social players of all time I am I am shocked that they didn't try to get him out earlier. Like he was, I mean, maybe just it, it's different when he's talking to you specifically. You're like, I don't want to get rid of this guy, but it just seems so obvious from our perspective. Like he's gonna win. All three of the all three of the Tico Alliance should have had more people coming after them. Because did Carson even get a single vote? Um, I th- I think he might have. Let me let me see. Um, I don't remember though. I don't know. It's hard to remember who gets what votes. We have to check every day to remember. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Man, there's so much information once the season's over. Carson, Carson, Carson. 
Doesn't look like Carson ever got any votes. That's a real if shame to go off of a show that you vote. never received a single vote on. Isn't that what happened to, what's her name, last season? Who got, who, who, who lost fire last season? Oh, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Jesse. Jesse, Jesse yeah. Lopez, yes. Uh, did Jesse ever receive votes? Yeah, Jesse would have won too. Wow. So maybe, um, maybe the final immunity challenge or final fire making challenge is a bad idea. Yeah, maybe it's bad that you that you eliminated two like all time great players because Jesse was an incredible player. Yeah, yeah, Jesse never received a vote either. Yeah, but you know it was all good because Gabler won and deserved it, right? We got, we got the Gables, uh, Cassidy, and Owen in the final three, the three most compelling characters of all the seasons. It's that season, especially. Survivor 43. It happened. That should be the uh, slogan for that season. Um, okay, what happened in this season that was good by the end? Kryland talks about how when you're an addict, you hold things in, so it's hard for her to continue to do that now that she's sober. You know, that's fair. Uh, she lists all the things that make her cry as if we needed more reason to call her Kryland. Good nickname. I just want to say, of all the nicknames we've ever given people, pretty good one. Pretty good. Jam Jam talks about picking up on other people's emotions and watch how people's eyes twinkled when they talked about something they loved. This, I think this strategy just is just like a winning strategy every time. Yeah, it's great. It definitely shows an emotional perceptiveness. Like, you, you know, you don't think about it that way, but it's like, yeah, you... You get to know people, you know when they're being sincere, and then you can use that against them because you know when they're not being sincere talking about gameplay moves. Yep. Uh, Heidi, though, she says she wants to represent Latina women in science. I really, I thought that, this is the thing with this, is like, I don't want to, this is meaningful to the contestants or whatever, but we are getting, every single season now, I feel like the producers are almost nudging people to be like, say it, say that you're the first X to do this. You would be the first X winner. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciated like, uh, Jam Jam uh, immediately. This was one of the best lines Jam Jam had the whole tribal council where he didn't he say he would be the first Puerto Rican man this season to win. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would be the first Puerto Rican man to win, though, um, to be honest. I don't remember exactly everybody who's ever won the game because this show has been on for 100 years. It works but pretty well either think, way. Yeah, I I thought that was so funny. Um, Jam or yeah, Jam Jam says my whole family is physical, but I was just a kid who watched TV. Jam Jam, come on the show. That's what we do. That was our whole thing as kids too. You just talk about cat dog. Was, okay, so I saw my parents this weekend for Memorial Weekend, and my dad said he couldn't tell the difference between cat and dog on cat dog. I was like, what are you talking Ridiculous. about? Ridiculous. One of them looked like a cat and one looked like a dog. This is kindergarten uh, stuff. <laughs> it was so weird. It's like of all the weird takes from your dad, that's a big one. Um, what else happens? Uh, oh, Heidi points out she would be the oldest female winner to win. So let's make history. Stop trying to make history at this point. Uh, she tried, uh, uh, who, oh, I feel like Krylon right now. Krylon expected to be great at challenges, 
but she kept screwing up. <laughs> and she tried to use positive self-talk after getting her son's letter because that's what she teaches him. This was nice also. Uh, Kryland should have won. <laughs> Kryland should have gotten some votes. Carson starts listing all of the numbers of all the statistics and everybody's correct votes down to the decimal point. Nerd shit. Yeah, it sounds like you. I don't do the decimal points. I round up, baby. Not a fucking nerd. Uh, Krylin perfectly explains her car stepson's idol play. That's funny. Her car stepson? Yes, her car stepson. By the way, I just want to point out, because I don't know if we really talked about it much this season. I love Carson's stupid little NASA font that he writes all of his votes with. It's great. Oh, I didn't even notice that was him. It just looks nice, too. It's like... Yeah. Man, Carson. I'm really glad Jam Jam won. It would have been, honestly... I'm glad that one of them went out before Final Tribal because it would have been hard to see either of them lose at Final Tribal, <laughs> to be honest. I, I really, really yeah. thought they both played excellent games. Nerd solidarity from Tomas. Uh, Jam Jam says he's here to have fun, but he still wants to win. Hey, me too. That's a good reason to vote for somebody. Heidi says she's, vote, or she's living the American dream. Heidi is voting the American dream. What are you voting for this October? The American dream. The American dream. dream. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes for president. What do you... Sorry? What's that? Oh, Dusty Rhodes is dead? Hmm. Cody Rhodes for president. Heidi is living the American nightmare. What what wrestler, what current wrestler would you vote for for president if they were all running for president together? Um, Man, that's really tough because they're all carnies. You shouldn't trust a carny in something like politics. Uh, I would probably say probably either Daniel Bryan or Sami Zayn. Mm, Sami Zayn would be good. I would vote for Mustafa Ali because he's from where I'm from. Chicago. You love cops. I love cops. The TV show. Um, But also the profession, back the blue. Um, Before his usual, I'll go get the votes, Jeff makes weird eye contact and says, Shall I? Yeah, it's your fucking job. Go get the votes, dude. What was that? I hated it. Just too excited to be on Survivor. Get him out of there. Jeff is the Survivor god in that he made every contestant in his image uh, in that they're all fucking Survivor nerds now. It's true. Yeah, they really are casting to that. There was a, there was a Defector article that somebody wrote uh, where it was just people... Staff writers that had watched the show, you know, just talking to each other, basically. And uh, at one point they said that Jam Jam should host the show. And I agree with that. And mm-hmm. uh, the other thing. So I think someone in the comments said that Jeff is a very good host and a bad showrunner. Yeah, that's that's been that's long been the common take. Um, I think that's totally fair. The show was great. The first 18, 19, 20 seasons, whenever he took over. And it's just been slowly getting away from what it initially was. It's just like holding on by a thread. Anyway, Jam Jam won five to one to zero. Good for Jam Jam. Let's go. Uh, Jam Jam, not Jam Jam, different J name. Jeff is very excited when Jeff Jeff is very excited when one of the PAs brings the pizza out and he says, I'll take that. Let me pass it out. 
get out of here, man. You know, like, had enough of this guy. Yeah. Matt says he and Franny have more chemistry than a fire. You know Jeff loved that. Um, the last note I have from this weird reunion thing was Jeff asked Danny, what brought you to tears? Didn't write down Danny's response. What brought you to tears, Thomas? What didn't bring me to tears? I was crying at the whole dang thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Brian so Tom. so Danny was the one person that voted for Heidi, right? Yeah, because they're friends. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I was surprised Franny didn't vote for Krylin, to be honest. I was a little bit too. Um, I, you know, maybe they just thought James Jim played a better game. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that argument uh, makes a lot of sense. So this week, of course, we made all these predictions for the finale, and we got most of them wrong. Last week I had 28 points. I had, Nope, sorry. Last week you had 28 points. I had 36 points. Uh, do you know Survivor 28? Can, off the top of your head, do you know which one that one was? Uh, I don't. I believe that was Kayan. Do you know what Survivor 36 was? Was, uh, was that Karong? I believe that was Ghost Island. It's Ghost Island, okay. Um, don't come after me, Survivor nerds. That's not what this show is about. Uh, Carson won immunity, which I made that prediction, so I got a point for that. You predicted Lauren would win immunity. She never did. In fact, she got voted out first in the finale. Carson also took fourth place and lost in fire, so I got a point for that. Jam Jam did not lose in fire making. He, in fact, won the whole game, which is kind of making a fire in its own right. Kryland did take third place, though, so you got that right. And that's the last thing either of us got right. So you finished the game with 29 points. I got a solid 38, which means I get first pick next season should I want it um in the meantime next week we're starting do you know what we're starting Thomas what are we starting even though we talked about it a million times already it's always nice to have a refresher we are going to begin finally what many people call the best season of survivor of all time that's not even close to true but it's up there it's survivor race wars oh thank you It's also called Cook Islands, apparently. Um, I know we don't like to reference him on this show, but the know-it-alls host, who is not Stephen Fishback, made a very good joke about the new era in Cook Islands. Uh, he said, the spirit of Cook Islands is alive with the new era winners. I was like, oh, that's, I didn't even notice that. That's a really good point. Because, you know, Cook Islands <laughs> separated the tribes into four different races. A very normal, cool thing to do on a reality show. Yeah, it's normal, cool guy stuff. <laughs> normal, cool guy when Jeff was good stuff. Um, so we're going to start that <laughs> next week. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be great. We're going to be like, oh, man, remember when Survivor was fun? Anyway, Thomas, do you have um, the this week's Pope's quiz up already, or do you need me to send it to you? Uh, no, I, do, I have it because uh, one was sent to me. And uh, I have DM'd it to you. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Oh, we got a quiz. The quiz is here's how long you would last on Survivor. Have we done this quiz before? I'm not sure if we have. I feel like 
I saw a similar quiz at one point, but I don't think we've done it. These are all list. kind of similar in one way or another. They're all kind of similar, but this one I see is especially long. Um, I have all of the ones that we've done so far. Do you want to hear those? Uh, yes. Uh, can you guess the Survivor season? It's time to see what label you get from the fans. Uh, answer eight questions and we'll reveal which Survivor contestant you are. Design a theme park and we'll reveal what reality show you're destined to win. If you tell us a bit about yourself, then we can determine which competitive reality show you should go on. This Survivor test was determined... Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Best possible contestants from the next season. I don't think this is... This one is very similar to ones we've had, but I don't think we've done it. It's time to see what label you get from... Oh, we, that's the one we did twice. And then, of course, what kind of rat are you and what kind of snake are you? Did we ever do what kind of snake are you? I don't know if we did. Well, here's a quotes quiz for next week. Watch us do the same quiz again. It would be really funny if we did the same away. quiz like ten times. <laughs> like every other month, we're like, this seems familiar. Well... You've made it through the casting process of Survivor, and the producers want you on the show. You depart for filming in just a few short days. What will you miss most while you're away? My job or school, technology, proper hygiene, showering, sleeping in a bed, running water, family and friends, food. Oh, I know my answer, Thomas. Do you know yours? Uh, I would definitely say... Probably food. Yeah, me too. You need food to live. You don't need family, friends, sleeping in bed, running water. Proper hygiene? No. Need food, though. Let the games begin. Your buff is on, and you've been assigned to a tribe. What's the first thing you do arriving at camp? Seek out potential alliances. What's that word? Seek out potential alliances. Potential alliances. Did I say islances? You like should. This MF said islances. Strategize by yourself. You need to make a solid plan before you involve anyone else. I feel like you could have just said strategize by yourself. Um, we need to give credit to Julia Brown for this quiz. 720 points. Wonder why. Gather your entire tribe to form a game plan. Start building shelters, sunbathe on the beach, look for an idol. Get to know everyone. Search for food and water. Hmm. I feel like building a shelter is probably your best option here, right? Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, let's see, though. Um, I'm going to say get to know everyone. Oh, yeah. I know how much of a social butterfly you are. Unfortunately, your tribe loses the first immunity challenge. Who do you vote off? Probably Boston Rob. Definitely Boston, Boston Rob. <laughs> The one who performed worst in challenges, the suspicious one. We can't let him get to that grand slam. The one who hasn't done anything back in half. The one who seems like they'll be a threat later on. The bossy one, whoever. The, the bossy one. Boston Rob. A, oh, yeah. Whoever everyone votes for. Uh, the one who doesn't seem interested in getting to know anyone. Whoever I feel like. I gotta go with the bossy one, right? Yeah, I'm going bossy one. Oh, man. All of our answers have been the same so far. I'm just curious who did, how this is going to turn out. Your other tribe members see you as strategic, quiet, but kind. The middleman, the floater, the strongest, the weakest, intimidating ringleader. I'm going to say the floater for me. 
I feel like I'm really good at like being friends with everybody, and like nobody would even suspect me turning on them. I'll say uh, middleman. Hmm. I don't really know what the difference between middleman and floater is, so I guess we'll see when we get to the end. Congratulations, your tribe just won a reward challenge. Pick your ideal reward. Yes, Julia Brown. This is the kind of thing we want. Cookies and brownies, a secret advantage, a barbecue for the whole tribe complete with ice-cold beer, a shower, toothbrush, and toothpaste, chickens, pillows and blankets, fishing gear, or letters from family members. Hmm. This is a lot of options. I'm going to say barbecue with ice-cold beer. Do like a barbecue with ice cold beer? Obviously, I'm, not, I'm a man, of course. Um, I feel like chickens is probably the better option here, though. You can get eggs and chickens if you want them. You find a hidden immunity idol. What do you do? Use it to blindside your closest ally. Rude. Use it to blindside the player who's trying to rally others to vote for you. No. Give it to a strong player to save them in hopes that it will solidify an alliance between you two. Carson and Carson's ste- stepmom. Crivana, thank you. Okay, tell everyone in my tribe I'm so excited. Use it immediately. Tell my closest alliance so we can figure out what to do with it together. Save it for later. Give it to my ally to save them. What are you doing, Thomas? Um, I am probably going to save it for later. I... Mm. I do love a Natalie Anderson move, so I'm going to blindside my closest ally. Your shrub loses the immunity challenge. You have a feeling that the others are planning to vote you out. What do you do when you get back to camp? Use an idol I found to save myself. Just got that one. Argue with my tribe. They didn't even give me a chance. Hope for the best. I have an idol, but I'm not playing it. Uh, try to initiate a blindside. I'm not going down without a fight. Nothing in all honesty. I wouldn't mind some food and a shower. Expose people. Swap alliances. Fly my vote. Whatever it makes it to the top. Whatever it takes to make it to the top. Look for an idol. You already have an idol that you don't want to use. What if you want two idols? Beg people to let me in and use my vote as an extra vote to get the numbers up. I mean... It's a uh, good strategy. I'm going to try to initiate a blindside, I think. Um, I'm, I did just say I would blindside my ally, though. Um, I'm going to expose people, swap my vote, burn it all down. You know how much Jeffrey loves fire these days. The time has come to drop your buffs. It's swapping tribes. As you're at your new camp seeking out potential new alliances, you decide uh, You decide to go for the person who seems talkative, funny, creative, athletic, intelligent, loyal, competitive, trustworthy. Uh, I'm going to say trustworthy. Mm, smart. I'm going to say loyal. Pretty similar choices. Um, yeah, but mine's better. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I want a Carson, you know? I need a Carson to my Jam Jam. Uh, the competition is getting tougher, and your alliances want to make a big move. What role are you playing? 
the ringleader. I'm just going along with it. I genuinely don't care as long as it's not me. The one who follows through with the plan and then immediately cries back at camp. The enthusiastic co-leader. The one who comes up with another plan. I have a secret alliance on the other side I don't want to vote off. The loyal but cautious follower. There's so many archetypes on Survivor. The one who swaps their vote and exposes the plan to the others. And I'm going to do my own thing and not listen to anyone. What? I'm bad at Survivor. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to say enthusiastic co-leader. I'm going to be the one who swaps their vote and exposes the plan. I'm a little stinker, you know? What type of challenge would you do the best in? Strength, swimming, puzzles, speed, balance, trivia, something gross like bug eating, teamwork exercises. Trivia. Um, teamwork exercises. I'll yell to the blindfolded people. Yeah, you'll be the caller. I'll be the caller. You just hit the merge. Hey, congratulations to us. And unfortunately, odds are against you. Lack of congratulations to us. What's the first thing you do when you get back to camp? Try to stir the pot, remain hopeful, cry, do everything possible to align with the other tribe members. Scream at Jeff for doing this to me. Kill them with kindness or a blindside. If that fails, uh, bust my ass to try to get ahead and rely on my ability to win at the next immunity challenge. Very tempted to scream at Jeff for doing this to me, but I think I'm going to kill him with mm -hmm. kindness or a blindside. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything possible to align with other tribemates? Um, yeah, that's a pretty good move. Congratulations, you just won an individual immunity. This was probably last gasp when they let two people win. What are you going to do when you get back to camp? Asking my alliances for their thoughts so we can be on the same page for tribal council. Using my immunity as a way to try and intimidate the other castaways. Joining in on a big move. Sunbathing. Staying quiet but observing everything. I don't want to miss something important. Initiate a blindside. Join in on a conversation. See what everyone's thinking. Stir the pot against people just for funsies. I do like funsies. going to say staying quiet but observing everything. I'm going to be stirring the pot, obviously. What's the biggest strength you bring to the game? Manipulation. Excuse me. Manipulation. Speed. Smarts. Physical strength. Athleticism. Strategy. Resourcefulness. Likeability. Smarts. <laughs> I'm going to say likeability. Everybody loves me. I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> What's your biggest weakness or setback in the game? Hunger. What is this? The Hunger Games? No, this is the fire-making show. Struggling in challenges, lack of sleep, homesickness, impulsivity, weak alliances, playing it too safe, swimming. I'd say probably playing it too safe. I would probably say impulsivity if I know myself at all. <laughs> I'm going out for a second already, tell. Yeah, I, I would hang around for a little while, but I think I'd be too risk-averse to make big moves. Mm. You're a regular Laurel from Ghost Island. It's been months since you left the island. And this season of Survivor has concluded. It's finally about to air on TV. What will fans remember you for? My kindness, my intensity, my kick-ass performance and challenges. My loyalty, my huge blindsides, my unexpected risky moves, my competitivity, and courage, my humor. Jake, I love humor. I love humor. I love to laugh, to be honest. I actually have a sign in my bathroom uh, It says, live, laugh, love. I love to laugh so much. I'm going to say my humor, obviously. 
What are you saying? What? Sorry, what? I was too distracted by it showing me what uh, what I got. I didn't hear what you said. What did you say people will remember you for? My humor. That's why I said I love humor. Oh, I thought you were just making fun of me for saying my humor. No, um, I'm saying my... I was also saying my humor. I'm saying my humor. We can't both be the funny guy on the season of Survivor, Thomas. That's going to be what the... Well, our, you know, that'll be the, the showdown between alliances. Like, who's funny? You can only pick one. making showdown. Um, so I played an incredibly strong game, but unfortunately I fell victim to a blind side and was voted Hey, off. me too. Somehow we did this to each other at the same time. <laughs> Two people got voted out. We both were yeah. the eighth one voted out. <laughs> so here's what happened, I think. We both won last gasp, because sometimes you, two people can win that, apparently. And then we both gave up immunity to other people in our alliances, and then we both got voted out. Tough we break. We doubled <laughs> Great quiz. I loved how um, detailed it was. Yeah, this one was, was very little, thorough. I love how um, all of the related quizzes are, how long would you survive on other shows? What kind of shows are we talking? Mostly Stranger Things. Okay, yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, yeah. Only 50% of people could survive Stranger Things season four. Well, I didn't survive Stranger Things season three, so. Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me if you're on that yet. You can follow me at Tom, not Tom. Uh, Barry and Succession are over, so I don't know what TV I'm going to talk about. But I'm here. And Survivor, Survivor. and Yellow Jackets. So, got to find new shows. Well, Survivor Race Wars we're, we're doing next We are going to talk so, about Survivor Race Wars. Week, I guess now. Um, man, yeah. Summer then. Summer then. Going to be busy. Got about 1,600 weddings this summer. So, it's going to be a lot of uh, Marquesas Mondays. I long. I'll guess. Yeah, I think I we're, I like think those. we're, we got some busy weekends coming up for both of us. We've never tried a Fiji Friday. Fiji Friday? Maybe. Yeah. Would you be willing to watch Survivor within two days of air? That's, that's, you're <laughs> asking that's a, a lot. Ask. I know, well, it's also an old season, so. That's true. So like two days and several years after it aired. It's still a big ask. So, do you know who wins Survivor Cook Islands before we start it? Um, I'm seeing who's on it. I would have to see who the cat. I don't off the top of my head. I might figure it out once I see who the cast is. It's a lot of MVPs, a lot of people who came back for future seasons. So you'll be excited. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at dywsln or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Um. Got a lot of, uh, we're getting a lot of new subscribers on that. Somebody said they subscribed. Somebody else said, we're very funny. So. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Validating. Was it a recent episode or was it an old one? No, it was just a comment on a post that I posted because I said, I'm sorry for clogging all of your feeds. Yeah, that is honestly like big, major respect to who actually subscribed to that. Because it's like, here's a hundred episodes. Here's nearly 500 episodes of shows from almost 10 years ago. Um, but they said we're funny. Um, I'm sorry. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's very nice that people are finally engaging with us. Thomas, if people wanted to engage with our YouTube comments, what would they write? Um, 
we'll, I, we're going we're yeah. to cut some slack for this commenter because we don't have a comment script for posts. But if you were to comment something on a video version of this podcast. I've changed this a couple times. YouTube. I don't remember what the last thing I said was. I know Very Funny well, was one of them, right? Yes. So this is the new official one. Go what for is it. what is the new? I don't remember what the other thing I said was. Maybe that was better. Yeah, I'm, it's not better unless you don't say anything right now. I don't know what I don't say any of this. <laughs> All you have to say is, "Ha ha, very funny." And if you want to make a smiling or laughing emoji, oh, right, yeah. you're free to do so. Ha ha, very funny. You can also put a smiley mm-hmm, face. Ha ha ha, very funny. Oh, sorry. Ha ha, very funny. We said sound sarcastic. Ha ha ha, very funny. You and can do a smiley face. It can, it can be a winky face. No eight Ds, I believe is what it was. Yeah. Um, I'll even accept an XD, Disney XD. Yeah, an XD is fine. Um, we also have some Patreon shows. Uh, we have a lot of new listeners on YouTube, so maybe they don't know. Thomas, do you want to shout out any of the tiers on YouTube? Do we have YouTube tiers? I didn't. When I said YouTube, I meant Patreon, excuse me. We do have YouTube tiers. They're old seasons. I separated them into different playlists, but they're called playlists, not tiers. So okay, yeah. On multiple ways. Uh, we had YouTube tiers because we're crying for how grateful we are about yeah, we're the people Krylin engaging. YouTubers. Yeah, that's one of the things that Krylon cries about. Um, no, uh, I'll shout <laughs> out. Um, you know, we got some new YouTube people, so I'll just throw out just Joey, you know? Yes. Just Joey was the initial podcast that we opened up our Patreon for. So to new listeners, Just Joey is available at patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Thomas, do you want to thank the fans? We'd love to thank the listeners. Thank you, listeners. Mm, That's right. New listeners should know if you want to be a fan, that's also available on our Patreon. We have a tier for that. And at that point, we'll call you fans. You have to give us four stars, though. If you're not a fan, you have to give us five stars. Do we want to put a, a new uh, option available there for people to thumbs? I guess thumbs down aren't public, but in order to thumbs down us, you have to pay yeah. a certain amount. Thumbs down 3000 For $3,000, you can give us a thumbs down on YouTube. Because it doesn't matter that other people won't see it. We will see it. and It'll make us sad. We will see it. We've gotten 100% upvotes or thumbs up on most of our videos that have received recognition from the youtube audience except one person disliked one of our videos let me try to find it let me try to find the let one me know that, yeah that we're coming disliked. for you because just know is it I anonymous disagree. when you get a when you get a dislike uh if it isn't i don't know how to figure that out i guess um, i don't really want to know who did it but just know that i will destroy you in some way or another yeah oh i'm on youtube right now and they're promoting the um nba finals game seven or pre- uh, eastern finals, conference finals game seven thank you um who you got uh i think that yeah, man the funniest thing would be uh it's going to be two really funny outcomes either way is going to be funny because either uh the celtics are going to come back from being down three zero to to win four in a row against the heat or the celtics are going to come back from being down three zero to tie the series and then just lose so i think that's a little bit funnier I am very excited either way. Um, I am rooting for Miami personally, um, solely because uh, I 
I'm a follower of the Dan Lavatard show, and that show's a lot of fun when they're excited. Uh, less fun when they're sad. So I, w- I want like to see Heat fans anyway. to be sad, but I, you know, like, mm. yeah, I don't. But here's, I don't like either would, of these teams. I described both of them as moral abominations to someone who was asking for <laughs> a, a rooting interest. So I'm rooting for whichever of these teams to win, and then just get crushed by the Denver Nuggets. I would rather see Boston fans be upset than Miami fans, personally, because I think Boston is a more atrocious fan base than Miami. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe, but you would be surprised with Miami fans. Maybe. I've actually never been to Miami. I've only been to Orlando to see our friend Mickey and his wife Minnie Mouse. You ever been to their house? Nicholas Mouse. Oh, is that his name? Yep, that's his name. And his wife's name is Minneapolis Mouse? Minneapolis Mouse. Nicholas and Minneapolis Mouse. <laughs> Going to invite them to our wedding. Um, so, I'm. oh, I found it. I found it. Um, okay, this actually makes a lot of sense. It's a clip from a previous episode. Uh, the clip is called Some New Bullshit for Jeff to Use. Just a f- quick 40-second clip to, you know, advertise our show. 92.3% likes. Which means there's only been one dislike. Hmm, I wonder who it's from. Perhaps Probably Jeff. Jeff. Probably Jeff. We know you listen to this podcast. Stop all the you name searching, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I did put his name in there specifically so he would name search, though, because I know he's that type of guy. Um, so you can follow us on YouTube there, the Only Fun Survivor podcast. That's this one. There's other ones, too, but they're not fun. They're just saying the same shit every day. Not us. We never talk about memes incessantly for hours on end. It's never um, happened. There's no proof of it. Did you give the Apple reviews for anybody on YouTube who also has the Apple podcast app and wants to leave us a review there as well? Oh, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all of the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say that I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. Should we allow people to mention Spotify in their YouTube comments as well? Honestly, they could just they could just put that whole thing in the YouTube comment if they want to. That's true. That's true. That's that's suitable for any platform. Um, well, that's officially Memorial Day, Marquesas Memorial Day. So that means it is officially summer, and I have to say to you, my friend, have a great summer. Deuces. Do you remember when there were a bunch of like engagement bait tweets that were like eating off of these mm. hit different and it was just like a regular yeah. paper plate? We have a Space Jam plate still at my house, in my parents' house. Um, it's a little plastic plate and it's got Michael Jordan on it and Bugs Bunny and basketball. I'm very familiar with that plate. I've eaten off that plate say, before. Would you say that I it would, hits different? I would say that chopped up hot dogs and some mac and cheese really hits different on that plate. It just doesn't taste the same on those white plates that you eat as an adult off of. Yeah. Ridiculous. It can't, it can't just be that you felt differently about it as a child. It's that it physically is different. I mean, I would say I'm physically different than a child, yes. Bigger, stronger. I'm not. I'm never getting old. Oh, that's right. I forgot how youthful you are. The youngest man in the world. Full of life. That's right. I'm a little <laughs> Benjamin Button boy. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call you. That's what you got to change your name now to now that succession is over. 
Jesse. Like, yeah, that's true. No, I just I just changed it back to Jairus Walker. It was fun being Tom Womskins for a day, mm. though. Mm-mm. You got to change it to Benjamin Button Boy. No, I'm not going but to do that. a lot of pictures of yourself with the youthful uh, filter from, you know, the websites. Make you look like a cherub. In the words of uh, Joe Biden, Chris Evans, no, I don't think I will. Whatever. I think it's a good idea. You know, it's a complete rebrand. No longer am I the basketball trivia guy. Now I'm a little baby boy. Yeah, I'm posting about... You know me, I'm always posting pictures of myself on yeah. Twitter. Every summer comes around and you're like, look at this little baby boy in Las Vegas. And you have a little cup out for... A little tin cup for food and coin. I guess I don't know what happens to Benjamin Button. Yeah, but you, do you think I go out there in a panhandle? I think that's what Benjamin Button does. Oh, okay. He's a, Wait, I don't think that's what Benjamin Button does yeah, either. He's an old man that looks very like a very young boy, um, so uh, nobody trusts him to have he a He has job. a sign out that says that he has like a cardboard yeah. sign. He's like, what? I am a I am a young boy who looks like old man. Please, anything helps. And then eighty years later, I am an old man who looks like a young boy. Please give me a job. I can work a mechanic's job. Probably. I don't know. Like eighty year old man know how to be a mechanic. I have soft hands. Please let me work on your looms. Are those still a thing? I don't know. I'm old. I'll clean out your vents. I'm very small, but I have the knowledge of all. Chimney sweeps still a thing. It's gotta be a thing. If people are still panhandling with tin cups on the streets of Benjamin Button Town, Benjamin Butt Town, I'd have to think that chimney sweeps are also a thing. Was Benjamin Butt Town an English boy? Benjamin Butt Town was the uh, the sequel to both Benjamin Button and the town. <laughs> Smarten up, probes.